Hello, I'm Jenny Viers, Public Sector Events Director at Local Government Chronicle. Welcome to our second investment series podcast. This episode was recorded at the annual LGC Investment and Pension Summit, which was held at Celtic Manor in South Wales on the 5th and 6th of September 2019. Chaired by LGC's new features editor, Martin George, the episode highlighted key themes for the LGPS. Joining us for this episode are two expert contributors, Chief Executive of Brunel Pension Partnership, Dawn Turner, and the Secretary to the Local Government Pension Scheme Advisory Board, Jeff Houston. This podcast is brought to you by Minerva Analytics, the new name for Manifest. Minerva is Europe's independent provider of global proxy voting, corporate governance and ESG factor research. To learn more about their sustainable stewardship and shareholder voting services, please visit Minerva.info. Hello and welcome to the LGC Pension and Investment Series podcast. My name's Martin George, I'm the uh, Features Editor at the LGC um, and I'm speaking from the LGC Investment and Pensions Summit which has been taking place at uh, Celtic Manor in Newport. I'm joined by um, Dawn Turner, the Chief Executive of the Brunel Pensions Partnership and Dawn, um, I'm new to this role. Um, this has been a wonderful introduction to me to the world of pensions and investments could you take us through sort of some of the, the key themes that have been coming out of the last two days we've had here? Certainly. Um, it's not a surprise that uh, one of those key themes has been climate change. Um, we are aware that um, all of the administering authorities have people engaging with them about it, but also the fact that it is actually a uh, considered the highest risk in terms of world economics. Um, and as obviously um, people with lots of financial investments, it is something that needs to be considered and considered well and discussed collaboratively. Which then brings me on to the next one, which is about the collaboration. Um, pooling of investments within the local government pension scheme has heightened the need to collaborate. It was always there. Um, but that how, how that makes a difference, not only within the LGPS, uh, but also about extending it out to the investment world and finance. Um, uh, how much that makes a difference and how successful it can be. And then finally, um, it's about the complexity that still remains within the LGP, uh, LGPS. And actually um, bringing out the fact that it always strikes me when people get together from the LGPS, just the talent and skill that is here and the enthusiasm and passion. I think I was really struck by the first point you made, um, climate change. I mean, it, it came up in, I think, literally every session I went to, even sessions that on the face of it had nothing to do with climate change or ESG. So we had an Oxford Union style debate on um, climate change and sustainable investment um, and here's what Natalie Fee had to say in um, setting the scene for delegates. The following was recorded during the LGC Investment and Pension Summit 2019 and features founder of City to Sea, Natalie Fee. This session was the precursor to our Oxford Union debate on sustainable investing. In terms of climate breakdown as it stands right now, most experts agree that we're not just heading for a 1.5 degree rise in global temperatures, but we're actually um, on a current trajectory for a rise of 4 degrees by the end of the century. Now, that means global food shortages, increasingly erratic weather, droughts, increasing wildfires like we're seeing, uh, heat waves, sea levels rising, and mass climate migration, all within our children's lifetime. 
and all this is impacting on the oceans as well. On top of the plastic issue, ice is melting at unprecedented levels in, at the North and South Poles. CO2 is making our seawater acidic. Our coral reefs are bleaching as a result of rising temperatures. Entire ecosystems are, are being destroyed through overfishing. And oxygen-starved dead zones are appearing through fertilizer and sewage running off of the land and into the sea. I mean, and I'll, I will admit, I, I spent most, the majority of my 40 years on Earth consuming without any real thought for the consequences of my actions. But that's why I personally am committed to spending the next 40, if I'm lucky enough to have the good health to, to live them, to doing whatever I can to repair and restore this Earth. Because I love it. Um, luckily, I'm not doing it alone. There are millions of us all over the world who've decided that we want to leave a different kind of legacy for our children and our grandchildren. And we're dedicating our time and our talents and our work to creating a new ending for humans on Earth. And you can be part of this story too. So I'm not suggesting that you will quit your day jobs. I'm sure they're all very, very engaging. But I am suggesting and recommending that we all become ambassadors for nature, that you give nature a seat at the table and make it one of your key stakeholders, one of your beneficiaries, one of your clients even. I think that when we hold nature in that circle, things will change. And in terms of today's context, working with an asset manager that takes sustainability seriously, a manager that really understands the impact of invest investments and shareholder responsibility, is absolutely paramount. Knowing that you're not funding fracking or fossil fuel extraction or unsustainable palm oil and deforestation, that feels good. You'll sleep better at night and your beneficiaries will thank you for it. Um, a big debate um, seems to be about whether to divest or whether to stay involved in trying to influence companies. And then secondly, if you choose the latter, how do pension funds or committees then explain that to campaigners, residents, fellow councillors who don't sit on the pensions committee? Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think there's never been a, a bigger time for people to really understand what responsible investment means and the options that you have and that there's not necessarily a right or one size fits all but actually having depth and knowledge about this topic to make informed decisions and be able to communicate why you're making those decisions is really important and I think that's why everybody is talking about it because again we go back to collaboration there's a lot of knowledge both within the LGPS and externally and leveraging that so that you have that understanding and I'll come back to it making informed decisions that's when you're on a, a a pension committee that's what you want be it whether it's investment or about your administration knowing that you've got quality information that you can use your skill set um, to actually help get those right decisions right we're now also joined by um, Jeff Houston the secretary to the um, local government pension scheme advisory board um, thanks for joining us Jeff no worries um, we're talking about climate change, mm. and I think we were talking about how many local authorities have now um, passed resolutions declaring climate emergencies. Um, I heard some talk in the summit 
uh, this week about whether those resolutions are having any impact on the pension funds or, or whether the, the pensions angle is being sort of ignored. Um, I wonder what your thoughts on that might be. Um, it is an interesting one because obviously the, the local government pension scheme is weird in that it sits within local authorities to a great extent, apologies to the Environment Agency, um, and things like that therefore happened. You get, you get councillors making decisions about the council and then there is a question marker about what can happen, what should happen with regard to the, their pension funds. It's entirely up to them, that's, a, that's the first thing that we need to say. Scheme Advisory Board is going to be looking at some guidance in terms of the things that they must, should or may do within law in terms of what what is the regulation, what's the statutory guidance, what's the overriding legislation and therefore what is the, what's the space within which you can make those kind of decisions. So I think that's the, the first important thing because a lot of people get confused about do I have a fiduciary duty, who's it to, is it my council taxpayers, is it my members, so just trying to do a little bit of clarification on that. Okay, now um, I know other things that have been coming up. Um, we can't ignore Brexit. Um, now, I'm aware we're recording this on Friday. Um, by the time this is published, who knows what will have happened. Um, but all the people here this week are in the same situation and they're having to discuss how they prepare or plan for Brexit. Um, what have you been hearing? What are, what are um, fund managers, pools, what are they, how are they coping with this uncertainty and this, this big risk? I think it was well summed up in the last session that we were in, which is about just keeping steady. Um, nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, we we had a really good economist um, yesterday morning, and uh, he, he showed graphs of just saying actually, just if you hold steady, all of this noise will eventually work its way out. Um, that doesn't mean that you don't have to do things at this point in time. But it is about saying that in the long run, the cycle will work its way through and it will be all right. Um, in the between time, though, it is um, about being able to not be too inflexible about the fact that something may happen. You might need to, to make a decision to react to it. And that is it. I think there's never been a time where the black swans might suddenly flock to us. Um, and we, you know, we've got Brexit at a time when we are waiting for the cycle of recession to come. Um, and those two things together could have either, you know, balance themselves out or actually have a bigger impact and and that's what people are worried about. Jeff what have you been hearing on, on, on um, this? Not, not too dissimilar um, there are a couple of frustrations totally agree with Dawn the LGPS is a long-term investor and therefore should take a long-term view there will be lots of things that will happen have happened over my career and will happen over the next careers and careers and careers in terms of what happens in the world. Um, in terms of the frustrations, there will be two of them. Timing will be one in terms of this valuation. The next valuation is something going to hit us before the next valuation, which then questions the affordability of the scheme once again. So that's that's going to be a frustration. Um, but for me, the other one is that nothing else is happening. We we have a parliament that is, is frozen, basically, whether it's being road or not it's not doing anything mm. so all of the stuff that we actually need to deal with at the statutory guidance or SI level just isn't being done 
Okay. Um, other things going forward, of course, big discussion is the triennial valuation that um, people will be having to thinking about yeah, very seriously. Um, were there some straws in the wind about whether perhaps um, deficits might not be as bad as they have been recently? And what could the implications of that be, perhaps? Um, well, I think we, um, we we caught up on a couple of those at the last session. Um, it's great, isn't it? I love this job sometimes. You solve one problem and another one rears its head. Um, so on our table, for example, we talked about if deficits are going away, does that mean employer contribution rates are going to drop? And if employer contribution rates are going to drop, what does that do to my cash flow? Have I got enough immediate cash to pay the pensions? And if not, what happens then? So the LGPS is always one long cycle. It's just there will always be challenges. It's just they will be different forms of challenge. Yes, I do expect that we will hear some good news around these, um, these valuations, but there will be other things that flow. Dawn, I think we were talking earlier and you were saying that the valuations and the Brexit at this time could be an opportunity to really take stock and then perhaps you know, look at climate change, for example. You know, it's an opportunity to really sort of think again. I think that's it. I mean, now, um, let's think about pooling. One of the things that it has emphasised is the need to actually think about the strategic asset allocation and really focus on what that means. And climate change or responsible investment is now part of that. And actually being able to, to as build up knowledge, have the right training, and actually really think about that long-termism and the future in terms of your strategic asset allocation. Jeff says, you know, there are complexities that need to be considered that perhaps weren't before, um, and that really big uh, decision about um, de-risking, how far do you go, is 100% really 100%, how how much will that 100% stay? Looking at the administration side, is the data that we're getting right? Do we really know the value of our liabilities? Um, and perhaps taking stock and saying, um, have we been neglecting administration? Should we be focusing on? I thought, Jeff, you, in your group, about talking about the resources the resources we need to actually think about some of these big mm. topics. And I will come back to the other thing that came up is collaboration. Mm. We were forced to do pooling, but we showed how good we can collaborate and the skills and the talent that we have got within the LGPS. So some of these meaty topics, can we actually not be forced to think about them but work collaboratively and get some really good solutions because we've identified the problem ourselves. And I think that there is one more thing around valuations, and, and Dawn touching on it there, what is 100% funded? Um, because what we've seen over the last couple of years in terms of liabilities being directly impacted by court cases, so we have liability shocks coming out of nowhere. So we've costed our liabilities in one way, we're 100% funded. There's a court case, suddenly we're not 100% funded anymore. So we, we, it's, a, it's far more nuanced than just being 100% or not. I've become much more familiar with words like McLeod and Walker yes. over the past uh, <laughs> couple of days. Um, I think just to end off, I mean, were there any sort of final thoughts of any, any sort of key thing you'll be taking away from uh, this summit or anything you'd think listeners should really be thinking about um, in the months to come? Um, I've sort of sprung that on both of you, so apologies for that. Um, <laughs> Dawn, a a any thoughts? 
The thing for me was, in fact, actually the roundtables and the breadth of the topics that were discussed both today and yesterday. And I'll repeat it, you know, the need to collaborate is really, really important to actually give ourselves space to talk about these things together. Um, and and I, for, for me, that, that has come out. It, we, with the LGPS is still very complex. Um, it still needs a lot of thinking about, and we can do that well together. We've had, um, and me reflecting, you know, I'm, I am now leaving my role. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure and honour to have been part of the LGPS. Um, people think pensions is boring. It's anything but. It has been the best part of my career and I never thought I'd end up doing pensions and investments um, so you know and the enthusiasm my enthusiasm is mirrored in so many people so let's leverage that and actually do really good things for the LGPS Jeff do you have a absolutely a from, one, from one pensions geek, geek to another um, <laughs> a couple of things it's horribly, horribly complex. Everything is horribly complex. It's just getting more horribly complex. I do not know how members and employers get their head around it at all. Never mind you guys. Um, for me, two things on the on the asset side. It's the whole thing about ESG. Where are we going to go with it? How are we going to do that? How are decisions going to be made? In what context are going to be made? Are we going to be able to answer the the question from our grandchildren in the Great Climate War? Granddad, what did you do? Um, on the liability side, I think it's it's more and more about what is the scheme going to look like, affordability questions, questions around benefit structures, whether that's from court cases or or a, 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 anywhere else. Big questions to ask going forward, and we need those resources to answer some of those questions. Great. Well, Dawn, Jeff, thank you very much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening and I hope you uh, look forward to our next podcast in the series, which I think should be in October. This podcast was brought to you by one of our event sponsors, Minerva Analytics. To find out how Minerva's global stewardship solutions can help your fund, please visit minerva.info. Thanks for listening to our second LGC Investment Series podcast episode. Look out for the next one, which will follow the LGC Investment Seminar Scotland in October. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues. Goodbye.